0: Welcome to the First Love podcast and video series. First Love is designed as a resource for the members of First Baptist Church to encourage and equip them to love God, love His church, and obey His word. All right, well, Time for another first love session. Uh, We have Pastor Luke with us again. We're going to walk through, I just got a couple of questions for you regarding yesterday's sermon. So, yesterday's sermon was uh, in Genesis. We're moving right along in our created series, and we were in Genesis 12, looking at God's call on Abram. He's not Abraham yet. And that's so difficult for us to, to <laughs> I deal that with. Up a lot of times um, didn't I? <laughs> no, I, we we all do when we read that. So uh, one of the things that um, so this is this is God's call of Abraham, and, and we are called to walk with God in faith. Yeah. That is what we are called to. And so you kind of dealt with some of that. So I've just got a couple of questions regarding your sermon yesterday from Genesis 12. And the first is this. In your intro, you alluded to the fact that we often like to define faithfulness ourselves and decide just how much we're willing to give when it comes to—and and to live on our own terms. Yeah. And so what are some specific situations where we do struggle with this? And where do you see—and and then how can we fight against that?
1: Um— uh, tough question. I think, um, I think, and because the answer is so individualistic. So, right, we all know the sin and temptation in our own heart. I would say, for a lot of us, just speaking generally about American Christianity, probably one of the deep-seated sins in our heart that prevents us from living the faith um, is a desire for control. Um, and so, whether that's to control your finances, to control your investments, to control your 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 house, your neighborhood, your church. Um, the way that you read the Bible, that, that we take, um, take the faith that we possess and then we try to micromanage every single detail of our lives. So our kids' schooling, where they go to college, the, how do we set them up for success financially, all mm-hmm. those things. And don't hear me say they're not important. I just think what the driving motivation behind our investments, but, but the driving motivation behind where we live, um, our vocation needs to be faith, not finances or not... Logic. Or you know, not fear or not logic. Right, yeah. right. Um, and so I think that's probably one of the most subtle ways to kind of give a blanket application. Now, I, w- I would probably say that you could tease it out further with fear, anxiety, um, mm. and, and chasing some of those things. But um, I think broadly speaking, that's probably where I've seen it in my own heart and where I see it in, in the American church probably the most.
0: I mean, we're performance-driven people. Like, oh, yeah. You definitely feel like... Ministry, you deal Absolutely. with this in ministry as well. Um, I thought that part was was really good, just to recognize that we do struggle in, yeah. in, in some of those ways. Um, next question is this. Each of the stories we've covered in the Old Testament leading up to the one we're in now is, is kind of dealt with a patriarch, uh, oh, yeah. a major figure from the, uh, from the Old Testament, but we're not that far into Genesis now. So it highlights God's faithfulness in these stories. But there seems to be a consistent theme of man's sinfulness. Yeah. Um, how does that? Uh, how does seeing the sinfulness in some of the patriarchs, how does that help us when we approach the Bible?
1: Yeah, and I, and I think one way we see this played out too, right, is still in, in our everyday life. Um, so we probably um, all have a, a pastor or church leader that has impacted us. And oftentimes, what we do, and if it's not locally, we have a global one, right? So you're a, you're a MacArthur fan, or you're a Platt fan, or you're a, give me some other ones. Who else? Piper. Piper fan, Brody, right? Yeah, yeah, Bauckham, yeah. All these whatever. guys. Um, and so we we put our allegiance into their camp, mm. um, and recognize, like, yeah, Lord willing, I pray that God gives them a, a long life of faith, and they finish the race they've been called to. Well. Um, But if our leaders don't help us see Jesus, Mm. then who are they leading us to? Um, So in our pastors, like if the greatest pastor you've ever had doesn't help you look more like Jesus, um, then I would say they, in a lot of ways, they failed, regardless of how great their sermons might have been or whatever. And so take that and apply it to the Old Testament, right? So I think all these Old Old Testament characters, yeah, we know Adam and and Noah and now Abram, soon to be Abraham like, yes, they are they are key figures of the faith, but at the end of the day, they um, failed. Yeah. Uh, we all fail, and we all need God's grace, and we are all relying upon um, what he has provided for us and not our own strength or not what we can provide him. And so, yeah, we should rightly celebrate Abram's call and his obedience, um, but we don't need to put him on a pedestal because what Abram is modeling is, is, yeah, how to, how to live by faith, but he's not the hero of the story. The hero of the story is Jesus, and even in the call of Abram, um, God is, is planning the way and kind of charting the course, if you will, uh, for his son to come, mm. um, the, the only perfect one that wow. deserves a pedestal. And so living in that balance um, somewhere, I think, helps us rightly understand some of these Old Testament characters and their role.
0: Even as you say that, I think about how our sinfulness as a group of people, hum- yeah. humanity today, it's what unites us, but we're united under the grace of God. Right, And right. so Luke's sinfulness, Matt's sinfulness, Pastor Jeff's sinfulness, anyone in our church's sinfulness is ultimately what kind of lays the level ground at yeah. the foot of the cross, and that, that makes coming to church— and being able to commune with people who are going to sin against each other, yeah. um, sin with each other, all of that, it's going gonna, gonna to make it make the gospel that much more beautiful to a people like that.
1: And I think, to jump in just a little bit, I think that's the God's design for the church, right? Not that we come in and we are mystified by perfection, but we walk in and we see people that we've given grace to and extended grace and needed grace from mm-hmm. um, over the course of the week or the years or however many years you've been a member at First Baptist, that we are a people that um, offer forgiveness and grace to each other as we live out this thing. So the community of faith is not hierarchical. It's not uh, mystic. It's just you know, like we are real people with real problems who extend real grace to each other. I mm-hmm. think even in Abram, you see a little bit of that picture.
0: And looking at the Bible, it draws that reality out. Okay. Every day you're 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 in it. Yeah. Uh, final question um, before we close. What would you like to add or clarify from yesterday? Uh it kind of was a whirlwind day so yeah, what, what, what what would you like to day. add or clarify?
1: Um, it was a great day yesterday I, I think just in light of the sermon um, yeah I think I, I don't want to end on uh, Abram's faithlessness and so maybe if I could have spent a little more time weaving that narrative and to show that to make the connection from Abram's life and how God used him to do great and mighty things um, but ultimately in Abram we see a picture of Jesus. Uh, we see a picture of the relationship that we should have with him. Um, and so I, I wish I would weave that narrative a little bit better. But again, a- Genesis 12 is action-packed, and mm-hmm. I think in the overview kind of of it served us well um, because the burden that we have to, yeah, rightly live out our faith, but to do it in a way out of humble obedience. Um, I think I, I used the word confident obedience, just mm-hmm. Abram just faithfully living uh, what God's called him to, to do that and not... to place undue burden on our shoulders mm. or, or making idols of ourselves or, or things like that just keeping the humility uh, theme uh, i wish i maybe would have weaved that a little bit better but
0: well awesome yeah. well no that's great i enjoyed this conversation i'm gonna pray yeah. and close this yeah. out Let's bow our heads, Father God. Uh, we praise you for just another chance to talk about your word, mm-hmm. uh, Lord. We thank you for yesterday, for a chance to commune with the body, to open uh, the Bible, and and look at the call of Abram, uh, God. And let it be a reminder to us uh, as a church. And we are performance driven people. Uh, we want to be excellent in everything we do, but God, you call sinful people, yeah. you call sinful people to glorify you. And so, Father, I just I thank you for that, Lord. May we uh, may we rest in the fact that you are the one that is in control. And that you can protect us better than we could ever protect us, Father. If we, as we uh, lead into our lives to uh, to obey, uh, to obey in faithfulness, God, would you please, uh, would you please give us the strength via Christ? Would you give us the strength to do the right thing at the right time and to extend grace to those who struggle? And Lord, would you just allow us to be humble in that walk? So Father, today, would you let that be the case for every member of First Baptist, especially uh, the pastors on this staff, and uh, so that we could reach Rocky Mount for you. Yes.